Hi, I'm David. I'm the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Paul. Sherlock Gnomes. This is Rob. Playing Talon. This is Sean. Who plays Thaddeus. And this is Josiah, a.k.a. Azir. I want to thank everyone for listening and give a special shout out to all our Patreons out there. Uh, we have a lot of fun making the show for you all, and the truth is, we'd make it even if no one listened. With that said, your feedback and contributions go a long way towards encouraging us to find even more ways to embarrass ourselves for your entertainment. If you get value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. If you'd rather get some loot in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash thecommentist where you can get a roll to hit t-shirt of all things. Of course, if you can't afford to part with even a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with your friends and network. Thanks for your consideration and now the show. You've just finished an epic battle where all of you tasted death. Sherlock was poisoned, but has been upgraded to unconscious. <laughs> Izir is similarly knocked out, and Thaddeus and Talon, you are definitely butchered. But all of you are about a day's journey to Silverthal, where, to remind everyone, you hope to meet Lord Theravel and deliver a supply case for him for Mucho Goldo. <laughs> the current scene is just another disgusting mess. Everybody around you is mangled or squished or burned, so with no witnesses, you're just going to loot all the bodies? Yeah, we gotta find something. There are 13 bodies here. I don't care about the commoners. Okay, you're gonna look through the the, the other bodies? Yeah. Uh, so you're gonna... You can't go through the pockets of Silver Lad. He has no pockets. It's just his suit, um, which is still hot to the touch. It's still burning there. You go through the captain's pockets to find some brass orb. Of healing? No. <laughs> Uh, can I do a check on that? Which kind of check you want to do? You can choose um, Arcana history. Arcana check. Okay. Four. You can't tell what his magical properties or not. On their archer ranger, you find this necklace with a red gem on it. I'll check that. Let's see. Probably doesn't check, do check, 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 uh, check. It out. Arcana check. Is that what it is? Yeah. I have a negative one, so talent should probably do it. Eh, seven. You look at it, inspect it. The necklace has a little etching on it. Like on the back of it looks like a cursive letter L. And you turn around and you're like rubbing Jen to identify it. And it's hard to explain. You have no idea what it is. But simply by thinking and looking and touching it, it makes you feel as if you do know what it is. Like a holy symbol? Put it on. Put it on. Well, uh, let's... That's what's in all the bodies. There's not a lot of gear on them. What about the shield? The shield is dented. Do you want to go over there and try to mess with it? Can we look in the cart? The overturned one? It's a potion salesman. All right. In, <laughs> inside of the cart that had the broken wheel that was toppled, that was broken on the side, you find a box in there, a little lock box that's not locked. And inside of it are two copper pieces, a tiny vial that has some like white sandy stuff in it, a cartridge of five crossbow bolts, and three healing potions. Wow. So yeah, I'll I'll take the healing potions and administer it to these two. Okay. I'm gonna salvage for my crossbow boats. I expended uh, eleven. You know, copper, Thaddeus. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer gold, but gold. Well, maybe there's a spell that lets you turn copper into gold. I also I want to take that necklace, um, but I'm not gonna. 
put it on just yet. What about that vial of sand? Is that what you said? That's what it appears to be. Hold on to that. Sure. I'll do a I've, arcana I've check. I've got on the brass orb. Yeah, brass, brass, right? check. yeah brass orb. Do an arcana check on it. 15. How are you, like, inspecting it, though? Uh, you know, I don't you know. put it up to the light because I would be blinded. <laughs> but I uh, I let it, uh, you know, I, I'm assuming it's capped. Yeah. So I, I turn it up and let it flow a little bit. Yeah, and... you're, you're not sure exactly what it is. Um, you're aware, your arcana history, you're aware that there's there's uh, component pouches. Maybe it's that. Uh, there are many things it could be. It's white, granular type stuff. Iocane powder. <laughs> okay. I will... Stuff it in my kilt. And there was one additional healing potion, wasn't there? Yep, there's one more healing potion. I'm taking it. <laughs> a 13 for the necklace. The necklace. So Thanos explains. He's like, I, I can't. I didn't know what this was. I picked it up, and it's like now I, I feel like I should, or I do, or I could know what it is. And he hands it to you, and you're like, What the hell are you talking about? And you look at it. Look at the back. Same thing. It's got the cursive letter L on it. You're identifying it. You're looking at the gem again. And as you're holding it and just looking at it, all of a sudden, it's almost exactly like that is described. The same thing where you're like, what the hell? I Now I feel like I should know what this is. Or I, I might be able to know what this is. But you don't know what it is. I put it on. Okay. It looks pretty. Yep. You feel like you know things. You can't explain it. You feel like you just know things. Not when you're thinking Quick, of things. Ask me, ask me, someone asked me a question. Hey, what's in this vial? <laughs> the density of... Uh... I have this vial with a white uh, crystal in it, what, uh, white powder in it. I roll a five arcana check. <laughs> you have no idea, but you, uh, you're, you're so sure that you know everything that you're going to make a guess anyway. There are 753 <laughs> granules of salt in that vial. <laughs> salt. It's just a salt shaker. Uh, hey, uh, Sherlock, you see the shield? Drop it on him accidentally and he dies again. Um, <laughs> you want to take a look at it? I would love to. I push up my glasses that I that have materialized around my face, cool. and I roll a twenty arcana check. How are you inspecting it? I, I have thoroughly. Like, I have a little. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> All right. So and then the, I pick it up and throw. After it. the first <laughs> knock, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh Jesus! Ten. Uh, so after the first one, you go, what? It? And then just, you get blown back from it and take five damage. Oh, my God. <laughs> Still alive. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Let's right. go. Let's go. go. Tom, wait, before we go, let's make sure we find Bertrude, the hero of the session. Yes. And you should probably get your dagger back if you don't already have it. He, he did. did. Oh, okay. Thanks. Uh, and there's nothing, there's no armor or anything that I could take? No. The red okay. hot armor slimly fits this guy. You call when, me When fat? it finally cools down, you pull it off, and there's just a disgusting charred corpse underneath. Ew. Look to be just a regular man. Okay. Silver. Let's go. All right. You have your... We took the orb and the... I'm wearing the necklace still? Yeah. You have the mask. You took some of the stuff. Okay. All right. Uh, you're going to head towards... So as you head towards Silverthal, you're cautious because you're very weak. As you approach Silverthal, there are guards standing on either side of it, but they just kind of tip their hats. They assume you're just Taurus. If they were stopping everyone who looked like trouble, they'd probably be stopping most of these people. <laughs> I pull out my sword. They're probably used if... Lord Theravol is as famous as they as they say. There are probably people coming in all the time looking to speak to him. In fact, as you walk in, you just go like, Theravol, Theravol, we're going to say Theravol, and they just kind of usher you in. They're not even interested. The town is bustling, as several people said it was going to be. You don't know where Lord Theravol is. There's town things. There's a church, but there's a sign outside that says closed for Flying Skulls Day. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's an inn and a bar. You can tell that. There are a couple houses. There is like a tall towers. There's an eagle's nest. 
It's a well-built town. It's not like the ones you've been in. More like Scandrone than the others. You have indeed gotten to Silverthal. Yeah. All right, let's go to the inn. Get some resting. All right. You don't want to check. Yeah. You don't want to check in with uh, the guy first. They're running out of crates. Uh, we could do that too. All right. Let's take a rest first. Let's split up. <laughs> All right, you're going to walk to the inn. Um, but yeah, what happened with the crates? We still have them? We have them. Okay. Yeah, you just have the stuff. It's all in his pants. It's in my pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if only with that harp, we could have lulled them to sleep. Uh, you walk in. The bar is packed. I think a lot of people are taking a load off as well before they go on their trip. There's not a place to even sit. Uh, you're going to have to get the attention of the bartender probably to ask how you, you rent a room similar to Spike Dale's Tavern and Inn. Uh, it's all in one place. So you kind of make your way through. You knock on the counter. Eventually, the bartender comes over. He says that it's like standing room only for the rooms. He can put you up in like a closet type situation. <laughs> have to sleep standing yeah. up. <laughs> uh, well, you'll be fine. <laughs> So uh, the blind demand is going to cost 25 per person to spend the night. That's fine. All right, so remove 25 gold from your vacation. Sure, like you should have hid inside the, the kilt to get a free admission. <laughs> free admission. <laughs> is that worth it, right? Hide inside my kilt. <laughs> Indeed, he points into this room. You walk in. There is just like an empty... There's a bag of barley just split on the ground. There are some mice chewing on it. This is where you're going to be sleeping. The little baby Jesus is being born. <laughs> 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 oh, I've never laughed so hard at my own joke. <laughs> and you sit down, bloodied and feeling like shit. You sit down, most of your spell slots gone, most of your health gone. You feel like, wow, this is what true, moderate to difficult D&D should feel like. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> In the night, you are robbed and murdered. <laughs> oh. You should have kept watch. Uh, XP? XP. 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 Okay, for killing the Kenku Ravens, I combined 875. For destroying the uh, travelers who were getting in your face, 1,873. And for killing the very tough group at the end, 3,477. So I combined 6,225 between the four of you. So you take a nap. Has it been three months? Did we get jobs? <laughs> what are you guys doing? You rented one room. You say you're all going to pile into one bed. What does waking up look like to you, adventurers? One word. Spooning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know. And Azir have... just like sitting on top of us. <laughs> He's awake the whole time. <laughs> staring He's at just watching. The whole time. <laughs> I don't even have it. They wake up with like uh, marker mustaches and black eyes. <laughs> He's giggling. Like Jigglypuff. Fairy Never fire mustache. <laughs> I get the feeling we're supposed to go as soon as possible. Yeah, because he's running out of crates. Okay. Uh, so you all dress up, uh, detach from the spoon. You, you head back downstairs. What was a bustling bar last night is now completely empty. The only person here is the bartender. He's a bald, tattooed Goliath. He's humming and cleaning a glass. Can you, good sir, can you point us to Lord Theravolt's? <laughs> good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> Oh, you'll recognize it. It's the big stone house with the tower. You'll see the top of it from pretty much anywhere outside. Has his name engraved in stone out front if you're still unsure. Thank you. Take care now. Goodbye. <laughs> 
goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. It was echoing in there since it was so, cool, since it was so empty. All right, so you, you rush outside. It's very obvious where his house is. You come across his house. It's a little castle amongst residential homes. He's a medium-sized plot compared to the other buildings, but it's the large circular tower in the middle of his home that truly separates it from the others. There's this beautiful engravement on a slab outside of the home that reads Lord Theraval, and beneath it is a crest looking very similar to the Order of the Gauntlets faction, but instead of the outstretched hand holding a sword, it's holding a scroll. You rap on the door, and a couple seconds later, you hear a tin muffled voice coming from a little horn that was next to the door. The horn connects to a long pipe that connects to inside the house. Can I help you? Yes, I'll have two cheeseburgers. (laughs) (laughs) What are we here for? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yes, we're here to inquire about the crates. I'm sorry, you're a little late. No! I gave away my last crate yesterday. Uh, We also uh, ran into several parties transporting crates and... um didn't, didn't we bring something? We brought a bunch yeah. of stuff. We have like a whole... We've got your stuff. S- some of the uh, parties had unfortunately be, been uh, attacked by highwaymen, and we've brought back those crates, or the contents of the crates. There's a pause. All right, I'm coming. <laughs> you hear some rustling, and then answering the door is a human man, average height, with a rough, well-worn face. His graying hair, brows, and Van Dyke beard are trimmed, but unkempt. The wiry spindles curl and stand in any which direction. He is squinting as he rubs his eyes and addresses your presence. So, what did you salvage? Uh, that is a good question. <laughs> we have several things. Uh, many of them were uh, unfortunately contaminated by a dispelling potion. Uh, but we do have things. A harp? Question mark? Did, Are you showing him the things? I mean, yeah. Okay, yes. so Zier just stands up and all of a sudden just a bunch of stuff just falls out of his <laughs> waist. <laughs> he pulls up his kilt. <laughs> There's nothing under there. Yeah, take a good look. <laughs> Rubs his hands over his face and gets down on his knees to turn his attention to the objects you're pulling out. Yeah, yeah. This stuff is just junk now. Uh, I'll see if anyone else wants it. Maybe some schools. Otherwise, we'll just donate to some scrappers. These, uh, these spell scrolls. He looks up and pauses, finally acknowledging the four of you. He slowly stands up, begins rubbing his beard. Didn't realize you were drow. You got some interesting companions here. Tell me, how well do you all see in the dark? (laughs) Pretty darn well. (laughs) You know, there's a cave less than a day's journey from here, out in the abandoned fields. Easy travel, could show you where it is on the map. Been wanting to get some explorers down there. You guys might be perfect for it. Yes, continue. The spruce staff mushroom is supposed to be growing in there. Theoretically, if grown and kept devoid of any light, it's hypothesized to retain special healing powers that could be cultivated from a master herbalist. But so far, we've never been able to get one without it spoiling. Have you tried putting it in a really dark box? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll repack these scrolls you gave me, because I need to get this back out. But take one of these empty boxes. He hands you one of the scroll boxes. If you leave right now and don't dawdle in the cave, you'll make it back before the sun rises easily. Keep the mushroom out of the direct moonlight on your way back, and you should be all good. I'll put it with the scrolls and the books, and I'll gladly pay you triple for your troubles to deliver all this. We can do this, but we, we need to make a quick stop to reprovision ourselves. Make it quick. Uh, it's here on the map, and he points to a location on the map. It has a short, hairy, light green stalk with an orange cap and almost a scaly pattern. 
Is there anything else in the cave that we should be wary of? No. The whole area's empty. The most fearsome foe might be bats or moles who might be scared of you. But no. Dragons? No, the the issue is more navigating it cleanly and efficiently and being able to do it without torches or gas lamps or drift globes or daylight spells. How many of these mushrooms do you need? I, I only need one. If you can get more than one, that's fine, but... It's a good thing we have no drift globes, daylight spells, or <laughs> torches. <laughs> let's do this! All right, I put the box in my kilt. So let's and then run the cats to... go in the box. <laughs> let's run to the uh, get some supplies real quick. Yep, with our copious amount of gold. All right, how much do things cost? So after an exhilarating thirty minutes of looking up tables and doing math. All of which I'm very sure will make it on the podcast. Uh, Azir purchases a trove of darts. Sherlock buys 20 more bolts. Talon chips in to buy the group six healing potions. And Thaddeus gets some scale mail and now, again, has disadvantage on stealth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. Cave, 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 cave. <laughs> Shrooms. <laughs> we bring back the mushrooms and the, he's like there's gonna be a sick party tonight <laughs> let's rage <laughs> so you entered from the western entrance to Silverthal and now you exit out the eastern path of Silverthal on your way to the caves the journey is uneventful it's off the beaten path but not a navigator's dilemma do we just fast travel <laughs> you arrive a bit past the early afternoon um, a bit off schedule but if you make haste in the cave you should be fine i have a potion of haste <laughs> just kidding the x-men come and destroy you all <laughs> or the why the why man <laughs> so the cave entrance is more of a hobbit hole than your typical like dank crumbling rock opening it's embedded in the grass is a little natural hollow which aligns to the location theravol gave you perfectly the gap is small enough that you'll need to crawl through other than sherlock yeah Thaddeus is going to have some trouble. <laughs> yeah. If I get stuck in here. Thaddeus just gets stuck. <laughs> uh, so you're going to enter? Uh, yes. Uh, in what order are you going to go in there? Little man take point? Because right. uh, we're all stooped over? Did you say the entrance? Yeah. Uh, like, or inside, we're still crawling. You can't see much inside. I mean, okay. You'll, well, yeah, I guess I'm going first. Uh, so Sherlock goes in first, and the rest of you just all crawl in. You squeeze through the little tunnel and enter the cave's cavern. You are just barely able to stand side by side. The ceilings are ten feet high. There are immediately two declining directions, a wide passage leading southeast and a small single file one leading east. I just hope there's no water serpents in here. <laughs> I don't have any time to dodge. <laughs> Let's take the southeast one. <laughs> Which is the, the wider passage, so we, you can march two by two. So when you're in smaller passages, what order do you want to be walking in if you have to walk down a small passage? You, you need to be single file. I'll be in the back. I'll also be in the back. I can... What? Single file. Oh, single file? Oh. Uh, for Not in this case, but just to save time, when you're walking through single file, in what order would you like to walk through? I can, I can take point since I'm the biggest... And you guys won't be able to I see guess around. The me. should be behind because you need to get into close combat. You can also see the first. I'll take point. Because I, I can see the farthest and I have the highest AC. <laughs> uh, so, so Azir and the new, Azir and whom? Thaddeus. 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 I'll put Sherlock on my shoulders. I don't think you'll. Fit. I think you guys will, will scrape the ceiling with these ten feet ceilings, right? Fastball special. Uh, Azir, Thaddeus, Talon, and then I'll go in the back. Okay. So Sherlock can run away the easiest. (laughs) He's not even hampered by the squeezing through spaces. So you're able to pack three people across or walk comfortably two by two to get a sense of how large this this passageway is. As you head down the larger passageway, at the bottom is another cavern pocket just big enough to fit the four of you. It sits below the continuation of the past ETH. 
Jesus Christ. Continuation of the Path East, <laughs> which has shrunk down to the one person with the gun. So a little pocket area, or you can continue walking east. What's in the little pocket area? Oh, my God. Sherlock, who has time to spare, because it takes him no extra time to move through, checks out the little pocket area. Um, on the ground is a bunch of damaged camping gear. There's some torn backpacks, some burst water skins, broken lamps, uh, dented or rusty cups and kettles. Guys, there are piles of gold in here. <laughs> Not just fucking the people just died. <laughs> and you a camcorder. No, <laughs> you see no actual There's bodies. skeleton standing in the corner. Just garbage. There, there's also actual garbage. Like, people have crumpled up wrappers in here and stuff. <laughs> Teenagers. Oh, that's where all the kids come and do <laughs> Leave no things. trace, Ooh. damn it. <laughs> just picks up a condom. Uh, I want to... You said there's a lantern? Leave it's, only footprints. They're all smashed. I mean, Yeah, it's all but can garbage. you touch it? Is it warm or is it like it's been nope. there for a while? The, the lantern's cold. It also okay. looks older. It looks in like an old... Older lantern. There's nothing salvageable from the old lantern. The uh, backpacks. Do you think there's an antiques roadshow sure. that we can take the Go old roll investigation <laughs> check to? for the backpacks? Talon only. Oh, I no. This. <laughs> Contains Alfred's oh. loot. Investigation. Yeah. Eighteen. Nice. Nice. Even with a minus one. While dumping out the backpack, the broken blade of a sword falls out. There's some coat of arms carved on it, but it's just the blade. It's it's not the hilt. Huh. Uh, I'll. Take it. Can I uh, take out my lantern of revealing? No, no, no. Why? The mushrooms, man. All right, fine. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's all. Is in this little pocket area. I mean, this is right downhill from the opening of the cave. So you could fathom that if people threw stuff in here, it would just descend down here in the first place. Yeah. Um, based on the garbage, you can intuitively guess that this is probably just for people who are camping outside threw their garbage away in. I'm sorry for the yelling that you tell. I am pretty stupid, so. <laughs> Even I thought that was dumb. <laughs> Alright, All right, let's continue. Let's, uh, continue. Now, uh, we're single file now? Yep. Okay. You slip down this little passageway going east. You all relatively comfortably fit in the cavern. There's a very strong wind in this area. It blows from all directions like a whirlwind. There are three exits back the way you came and then north and south. I say north. We can go north. Yeah. The back of the line shouts. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. All right. You are in a more cozy, or darts. you are in a more roomy, rather, 40 by 30 foot cavern now. There's a mossy patch in the middle of the area. There are exits in all four compass directions, including back the way you came. All of them are a tight fit. What's that little mossy patch in the middle? Uh, you go over there, you can run a nature check. Oh, oh my. 21. The moss is rough like steel wool, though it easily snaps and crumbles from its roots when you rub your hand on it. It looks to be just boring moss. I'm glad I rolled so high for that. <laughs> so any compass direction, you came from the south. Let's go west. So you slink through this little western passage. Halfway through the passage, the path diverges. North or south. <laughs> north! Yeah, fucking Azir the map maker. Have fun with this one. You bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. You all spin around a bunch yeah. of times. You have no idea which way is north. <laughs> as you enter, as you make your way through the northern passage, you are hit with a foul stench. The crescent-shaped area is 45 by 25, but despite being one of the more spacious locations you've encountered, this one is by far the worst. It's nauseating to breathe the air in here. Okay. Do, do we have... Any idea what, it could, what the source could be? Yeah, you can run. You guys can run nature checks for this odor. Yeah, let's check. The... Uh, eight. Azir has a seventeen. I think that beats everyone else. Yeah, it sounds yep. like it. Uh, Azir, 
who is the most attuned to horrible smells. It smells, it's, it's a new smell to him as far as he knows. Ah, but who dealt it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Thaddeus' brand. <laughs> C- can we actually continue or are we going to have to start running? Yeah, it's just disgusting. There are exits leading. So you entered from the southwest and now you can leave via the north, the southeast, or the northwest. Zero, what do you think? Uh, north. 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 I mean, I assume we're looking for these mushrooms this time, right? <laughs> it's not like we're just like walking by them. <laughs> yes, we are doing a mushroom check in each room. Yeah. Please. Is there, uh, from any of the entrances, can we see us? We can't smell. Is there a which... sign that says mushrooms this way? Please? No signs. We're doing a head count and a mushroom check in each room. Just more One, slim two, three, three, four, five. It's a skeleton. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Scooby-Doo montage, please. And we're all run in place because yeah. we're trying to get away. Yeah. Would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you pesky kids. You meddling adventurers. Uh, north? No, I'm, I'm, let's do it. All right, north. Let's do north. You can head north. All right. As you slink through this tiny passage, everyone make a perception check. You have an advantage on this check if you're proficient in nature. Dang it. So not me. No one does? Uh, not this character. Perception check. 20. 20. Hell yeah, wow. man. <laughs> oh, but I perceived the heck out of that yeah. nature. 13. So, as you quickly make your exit out of the stinky cave, Talon feels a soft squish and pop. He loses his balance as he sinks one foot lower than the rest of you. Ah, fuck again. Falling back on Sherlock. The dwindling smell is immediately back in full force, ten times as potent as it was in the cavern. You all begin to gag, trying not to vomit on each other. The smell is worse than being obnoxious. It is literally noxious. As it chokes you, your running nose and your mouth, everyone roll a DC 15 constitution saving throw. I don't hold back my vomit, so (laughs) whoever's next to me. I got a five. Constitution saving throw. Nobody got it. 14. Throw up fast. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like a sprinkler system of vomit. It's too much to handle. You all put your hands in front of your mouth as as your lunch just projectiles around the side of your face. Splattering the walls. It's like the secret slime action. Oh, shouldn't in... have had that sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. This is um, it's like the reverse of the human centipede, right? The guy in the back doesn't uh, get any vomit on him. Thank you, Josiah. Gross. You're welcome. Gross. <laughs> My God, as you as you take 14 poison damage, oh. everybody takes 14. Yes. You all failed it. Well, go back home. <laughs> Seven life. Really? Yes, Thaddeus. Really. Good thing someone can heal us. Also, what's the what's the sitch with uh, Talon right now? Do you want to investigate what he, he stepped on? Or no, I want to get the hell out of here. So he clearly popped something that smells disgusting. Yeah, let's avoid right. stinky places. And let's watch the ground. Yeah. <clears throat> and the skies. So you enter north and enter a little square-shaped room. The entire cavern here is littered with confetti. Tiny pieces of differently colored or shaded, at least, shrapnel. Inside this little square cavern is an elevated piece of dirt, which is hollowed out and filled with some white fluff. Looks like down feathers or cotton. There are exits to the east and north. Hey, SQ, throw me a, f- a few uh, hit points, please. Maybe. <laughs> You're the goddamn healer! Uh, how much did you lose last time? I will give you ten. Thank you. Sorry, you said there's fluff on a little pedestal? Uh, it's not even pedestal. It's just this mound of dirt that then is padded down the middle, a little crater in the middle. Can someone poke can it? Can I eat it? You can try to eat it if you want. 
Why would you do that? <laughs> it's fluff. No. I poke it with one of the bolts. It goes straight through. It's very soft. It doesn't look to be sentient. It looks to be light, fluffy material. I'll investigate it. Eight. Uh, it doesn't take much to figure out that this is... A pillow. It's, you don't know the exact material. It's just very soft. It's nice to lay down in. You don't quite know. There are three indents in it. It's bedding, and there's confetti. I will investiga- investigate confetti. You investigate that confetti. Uh, Fourteen. You grab a handful of the pieces and are surprised to feel them in all different types of material. There's plastic, metal, silk, wood. It's just a potpourri of substances. Something lives here. Something that shreds things lives here. An interior decorator lives here. <laughs> and wh- what are the what's the exit situation in this room? Back the way you came, north or west. All right. Uh, how tall north. is this north. room? North. North. Hey, north. It's all ten north. feet. North. 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 Back the way we came. <laughs> <laughs> let's get guys. I'm getting I'm getting the spooks in here. <laughs> yeah. Let's be careful about uh, something sneaking up on us and watching out for those. Uh, yeah. Can we do like a perception check? Like listen for for something or check for tracks. Ever make perception check for your environment? Oh, shit. <laughs> perception fourteen. Daddy's rolled an eleven. Eight. Uh, you, you don't hear anything implicitly interesting or scary. All right, let's go north. Sure. Sherlock is uneasy about this cave, and he wants you all to know that he's not feeling safe in here. He needs a hug. So you squeeze through the northern passage. You enter the cavern. This is a. Uh, it's more rectangular. It's fifty by twenty. But against a wall, curled up and upside down, looks to be some giant centipede. Oh, great. Is there any other way out of this room? Back where you came or north past it. Is it, like, noticing us? Is it moving? No, it's upside down with its legs curled in. It's not moving. Sneak attack. You said centipede or millipede? Looks like a centipede. Are you counting? There's a big difference, Rob. Yeah. Millipedes have uh, noxious uh, chemical warfare. But they're herbivores or detritivores that eat dead things, sift through the ground. Centipedes kill the shit out of anything they can kill the shit out of. I mean, this is what it looks like. This is my description to you guys. If you want to try to figure out what it is, you can always run a nature check if your D&D knowledge knows what it is. Hey, what are you over there? What are you doing? How many many legs you got? (laughs) Hold them up. How many legs you got? Nature check. Uh, 19. So Sherlock squints and looks at it and doesn't know what it is, but... He can tell that it's pretending to be dead. So we can probably get by it? Unless it's what? <laughs> what? Maybe it's just like, it's like an opossum. It's just going to roll over and pretend to be dead. All right, so either right. attack it or let's go the other way then. Let's attack it. Really? All right, Firebolt. If this is another main character, fuck this thing. <laughs> yeah, it's eating a rat. That centipede is eating a you don't, rat. Maybe this is one of the NPCs we got to talk to. Yeah. He knows where all the mushrooms are. It's like Alice in Wonderland down here. <laughs> yeah, that was a caterpillar that turned into a butterfly, which is cute and sweet and harmless. Yeah. Centipedes eat the shit out of you. All right, then. Are we going to kill it? Get the surprise on it? It's already Question. been decided. Yes. Um, did Lord Thervolt, did he, uh, is it any light source that destroys it? Oh. That's what he, he said, yeah. Fire. Uh, no fire. Why? It's not in this room. It could be. It could be close enough, though. Maybe he's on top of it or underneath it. No fire. No fire, man. I'm going home. <laughs> you have martial arts? I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I don't want to get near it. So. I, you know, I cannot wait for your wild surge to be some fire thing and destroy everything. Can His it, wild surge will be like disco lights. Yeah. <laughs> um, are we getting a sneak attack if I just shoot it right now? Just so I get advantage? Yep. yep. 
Oh, crit. Crit, 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 so Sherlock takes aim and fires a bolt as it hits the little squishy bug straight in the gut. It squeals and uprights itself. Now an arrow in it and begins to charge at you. Upon better look, it's this grotesque centipede with the pincers in front. has a large mouth, has two antennae, and very large eyes. Lots of tentacles underneath its chin as well. It does not look pleased to have been shot. Everyone roll for initiative. What's up, Critters? Just wanted to remind you that if you can't get enough Roll to Hit, we have our spin-off show, Roll to Hit Adventures, live-streamed on YouTube once a month. You can see the faces of the voices you already know and love playing all new characters in official Dungeons & Dragons Adventures League campaigns, which you can find by searching YouTube for The Cometist. The show is DM'd by the wonderfully talented Tim. To get updates on when you can tune in to our next live show, make sure to subscribe. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and now, back to the show. Sherlock got a nine. Talon has a six. Thaddeus rolled a seventeen. Ooh. Uh, Azir has a twenty-one. And your guys' health is fourteen for Talon. Seventeen for Sherlock. Twenty-seven for Thaddeus. Twenty-one for Azir. So Azir, you're gonna go first. Uh, I'm just gonna dodge. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how much maneuvering room do we have? Not a lot. All four of you take up the entire height of the location. How far is it? 30 feet away in the corner. Yeah, I will uh, attack it with my quarter staff. 20 to hit. That's a hit. All right. Let's see. Uh, 13 damage, and I'll do an extra attack. Same thing, 20 to hit. That's definitely a hit. <laughs> 13 damage? <laughs> uh, yes, you, you fuck it up nicely. Is it uh, still alive? It's still alive. I will uh, spend one key point to take the dodge action as a bonus. Okay. And stand next to it. Thaddeus, it's your turn. I run up to it, and I do some hits. You didn't tell it to get ready for the hits. Well, you know what? It's not a lady. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Could be a mama. Twi- uh, 19? That's a hit. 14. So as the bug rears up, ready to attack Zero Thaddeus, Thaddeus just slices it clean across the gut. And it just tilts over. It's bottom half wriggling around chaotically until it also just shrivels up in the corner and dies. In both corners now are half of the little centipede thing. Excellent. Good job, Good Gene. Job, guys. Um, I want to rip off its poisonous mandibles. Okay. How are you going to touch it? So as Azir walks over to mess with it, Thaddeus feels an electric shock like down his back, his spine, and he jolts upright. His eyes pop forward. He has his blank face. He robotically grabs the hilt of his sword again and points into the corner, startling the other crawler that was sneaking up on you guys, ruining his surprise. Wait, how did he... Because uh, of the scimitar. What does it do? It prevents you from getting... Like, it kind of can anticipate things. Oh. So I was like, oh. Spider sense, tingling. Yeah. So, it does not get a surprise around on you guys, because you spot it, but it is attacking. You guys just killed his, his brother before he got a chance to attack. <laughs> Good. Damn. <laughs> All right, it's going to try to attack Thaddeus, who just spooked it. Spooky damage. 21 to hit. Yep. He does three damage. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw. Damn it. 
Guys, we are we are a badass crew. Oh, uh, one sec. <laughs> you just say that in the middle of this battle his, with the giant His fingers steepled. <laughs> leading back. We are badass. Uh, 20, not natural. Well, I guess it's a check. Uh, so all, all you do is take the damage. You are immune to anything else. Yes. It's then going to attack again with its tentacles. Uh, it's going to try to hit it's Azir. Tentacles. Who has, take the dodge action. Who has I, have, I have a dodge. Yeah, who has advantage on this attack? Don't turn, turn into an anime movie. Um, so he had, the centipede has disadvantage? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> 19 to hit. Oh, well, shit. Damn. <laughs> uh, that hits. Does three damage, three poison damage, and make a constitution saving throw? Eight. So as soon as the tentacles hit Azir, who was investigating the other crawler in the corner, he stands upright and planks backwards. He's paralyzed. Uh-oh. Sherlock, it's Who's now paralyzed? your turn. Azir is paralyzed. Sherlock, it's your turn. I'm going to shoot. Yeah. Uh, the, it's a next to. It's a next to Thaddeus, correct? Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, you know what? I lied. He gets one more attack. Holy shit! It's called multi attack, indicating he attacks multiple times. So he's 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 gonna take he's gonna take a bite at Thaddeus, who is still next to him. God damn it! Oh god damn! Seventeen to hit. That hits. Eight damage. And now it's Sherlock's turn. All right. Um gonna shoot him with my bow i did not hit i rolled a nine that's a miss i'm gonna shoot him with the other bow i rolled a 23 that's definitely a hit so i get the sneak attack from thaddeus being yes. next to him boom baby oh my god wow seven ten damage ten total damage he takes an arrow much like his fallen brother talents your turn I'm going to use, I'm going to run up and use uh, the green flame blade Okay. with the assassin's blade of Korth. Okay. So I'm disadvantaged. Oh, oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He rolled um, a 17 and an 18. 23. That's a hit? Oh, wait. No, that was completely pointless. Why? Because he goes to somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Did you mean to do something else? No. Because he what? What happens? It's for attacking multiple creatures. In fact, it wicks back onto you, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> All right, I guess just the Assassin's Blade of Korth then. Yeah. Send it to the third one that's hidden <laughs> in the other corner. Does it jump to another? No, uh, it does, and it lights up the room and ruins the mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> so it does two damage, and then a DC 11 constitution saving throw. He makes it. Uh, so it takes another three damage. Three poison damage? Correct. Uh, so martial arts... Uh, it's going to be for 17. That's a hit. And that is going to do <clears throat> 7 damage. Nice. So Talon runs up, slashes him once, and cuts off one of the tentacles, and then takes another one, runs it around his neck, and punches him in the face. Whatever yeah. face he has. He is still standing. Azir, it is now your turn. You can make another constitution saving throw. 18. Uh, Azir hops back up and finishes his sentence. That... <laughs> Do I lose my turn? Or? Yes. Uh, okay. Th- there's your turn, but you are no longer paralyzed. Thaddeus, you okay. are still next to it. So. Take him out. Take him out. Oh, I'm gonna. Okay. What I... you gonna do? <laughs> Take him out. <laughs> gonna make some more hits. Here's his number one hit single. Uh, Slash the centipede. 16. <laughs> That's a hit. Oh, nice. Okay. Then 11 damage. Still alive? He is still alive. Gonna hit him again. See, I said... Get ready for the hits, hits. not the hit. I was trying to inform him before I attack him. Oh, 26 to so hit. Close. And then... That's the most disappointing 26 I've ever heard anyone in. There's <laughs> <laughs> one away from the crit. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, ooh, <laughs> three plus four is seven. He is still standing. So Thaddeus runs up, 
and slices off another tentacle and tries to do him away by shoving his greatsword down his throat, but he's able to avoid it with his spinny little warm body. It is now its turn. It's going to attack the guy who's been attacking it. 26 to hit. A little more disappointing, if you would. Uh, four damage. <laughs> Maybe cuts you saving throw. 17. Uh, so Thaddeus gets hit by one of his tentacles. He swings again at Thaddeus. Ten. That misses. Yeah, I thought it was ten damage ever. for a second. I was like, what? Attacks <laughs> twice with tentacles, and then he's going to try to take a bite at Talon, because he's dead center. Ah. Take a bite out of crime. Uh, seven to hit. Nope. So he misses. <laughs> so after hitting Thaddeus with his tentacle once, he tries to double up him with tentacle again, misses. In his frustration, tries to bite Talon, misses again. Sherlock, it's your turn. Shooting him with the bolt. Uh, Seventeen. That's a hit. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen damage. Oof. Wow. This guy is so sneaky. It's 46. Yeah. So Sherlock lines up his crossbow again, sneaky shoots guy. it once, and then, without even looking, reloads the crossbow again because he's going to take another shot. And when he looks back through the crosshairs, the beast has been felled. Yeah. Yes. Crossbow sir. straight through its eyes horizontally as it lies on the ground twitching and curls up in the same state it was before. So I would like yeah. to do a perception check to make sure none of these assholes are hiding. Yep. Make a listening check. A listening check. 24. You do not hear anything else in the walls. I hear the shit out of that room. Yeah. So I, I think we should try to collect some poison. Can I dip my bolts into the... You're going to dip your tip in the poison? (laughs) (laughs) I like to live on the edge. (laughs) I'm into some sick shit, man. Do you have a poisonous kit and a proficiency in poison? Using a poisonous kit? I have tool proficiency herbalism It's not not herbalism, it's poisoners. Oh, and I'm going to do cure wounds on myself. I heal myself for four. Um, So now... You came in through the south. You can exit through the north now that you've dispatched with both of the carrion crawlers. Anybody want to use a health potion? I'm at I'm 19. Good. I'm at 17. 17. Can I stab the front half of the centipede and carry it around? <laughs> and just hit other people with the <laughs> So dangerous. So we're going north. So you squeeze through a tiny passageway again and end up in this little... Mushroom land? No. No. Uh, <laughs> this cavern has four passageways all going in perpendicular directions. How are they all going in perpendicular directions? They're like an X, right? So they all originate from one point. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. So the cavern has four passageways. They look to be heading northeast, southeast, southwest, and northwest. So all four directions. Uh, but the more interesting aspect is that there are six framed paintings lying dead center. Uh, on the ground? Yeah. Can I inspect them? Yeah. So Talon walks over, lifts one of the paintings. It's just an old man who looks, he looks bored and tired. Is it in a particular stance to indicate that it's trying to portray some message? (laughs) (laughs) What's the next painting? So while Talon's inspecting that one, Sherlock runs over, picks one up. It's just another guy. Also has a meaningless expression on his face. Human? Yep, it is a human. Is it, Both paintings were humans. Do his eyes follow me as I move around the room? <laughs> they do not. Do we see anything on the ceiling above the paintings? It's the usual 10-foot ceiling. Uh, what about the other two paintings? So you flip over the paintings. Four. They're all just people. Six, six? They're just portraits. There are six portraits of people. Uh, two humans, three elves, one race. You're not entirely sure. One of them's a girl. They don't look alike. They just look to be portraits of these people. Can I can I take them and then try to deceive people in town that I'm painting their portrait <laughs> and sell it to them? <laughs> so you want to use your blade and cut them out? They're in frames. You want to come in on the frames? Sure. Can I yeah. run in, before he does that? Can I run an arcana check on them? Just can I feel anything? <laughs> yeah. Poisonous. Magical. Twelve. They don't look to be magical at all. I say Alakazam and pointed at <laughs> pointed at his ears. <laughs> the frames look to be deteriorated. They've probably been down here for a little while. Yeah, just cut them out. Yeah, I would say cut them out, roll them up, and stick them down his pants. 
right. So Talon takes out his blade. Like we do with most most things. Yeah. Um, he's poisoned, so he does a terrible job. He's cutting all the way, way around. He slices one in half. Oh, I'm not poisoned. If you, if you use your blade, you are. You just go and you're like, whoa, oh, Jesus. <laughs> just stab his ear in the process. to cut out the guy. <laughs> so yeah, you take the canvases, roll them up, put them in your pants. And that's all that was in the room that was interesting. Northeast? Um, yeah, let's do it. There's a hundred rooms in this cavern, and one of them has the mushrooms. <laughs> so you enter this kind of square-shaped, rectangular-shaped cavern. The way you walked wrapped around, so you entered via the west. So now you have exits to the east and an exit to the north in this rectangular-looking cavern. There's also a small tunnel on the west side of this little square. A small tunnel that doesn't look to be a passageway. So exit to the north, passageway on the west wall. North? North. No, north. investigate the tunnel. Yeah. I mean, we can't go in the tunnel, right? Uh, it'd be a tight fit, even for Sherlock, but he could probably get in. Can I do a little quick... Send in the gnomes. <laughs> just, like, poke my head in, you know, not go too far. So you guys all say, maybe we should just investigate it a little bit. Sherlock, are you up to it? And then it smash cuts to all three of you throwing Sherlock in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, his arms are out. He, it's a tight fit. He worms his way through. The tunnel gets narrower and narrower as he wriggles in. Um, we, do we tie a rope to him? <laughs> no, he's throwing him in. Uh, he feels it like he can feel the compression as he breathes. It's really claustrophobic in there. But about 15 feet deep, he sees this little sack. You can just barely grab it with your outstretched arm. I barely grab it. All right. You don't have enough room to even open it. You can just grab it. I put another sack right where it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got it. You're just going to wriggle back out Yeah. Again? So Sherlock says he has something. He wriggles back out. He does the worm and just gets out again. <laughs> Goes ta-da and shows you that he retrieved this little sack. I don't open it. Okay. I open it. <laughs> you know, I just I just deleted the item, so now I gotta I gotta write the whole thing again. No matter what's in there, I, I yell really loudly to try and scare my friends because I'm the jokester of the group. <laughs> Alright, so everyone close their ears then. You find eleven silver. Okay. You also find this little crowbar. Like you, uh, very, very small? It's a tiny crowbar. It's half-sized. It has a symbol on it, um, a little symbol inscribed on it. Uh, you also find inside the pouch another pouch that contains <laughs> ten dried peas and this little small crystal snow globe Ooh. that when it shakes, it forms silhouettes, little dancing silhouettes. All right. That's it. There was nothing in there. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. There was a That's small a crowbar, which I took. What? A small crowbar? A small crowbar. It's, it looks like it's a crowbar for like opening drinks, but it's shaped like a crowbar, like a bottle opener crowbar. It's <laughs> <laughs> Budweiser. Is that the insignia? <laughs> Budweiser. Wait, you said that, and there was like an insignia on it? Yeah, there's some insignia on it. Um, I show it to the others just in case they recognize it. Everyone roll a d20. 16. One! Tens! Uh, 18. <laughs> 14. Oh, perfect. All right. Um, we all recognize it, but Zir is very confused. Uh, Thaddeus' religious background knows that it's the symbol of Vecna, which is one of the gods. This is the symbol of Vecna, one of the gods. What does it mean, <laughs> Thaddeus? <laughs> Vecna is a vector-based god and can be seen... Really into crowbars. The symbol of Vecna is a hand grasping an eye. Hmm. Yikes. I, I also found <laughs> ten dry... Put it close to your eye to see what happens. No, it's like the monster from All Real Monsters. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crumb? 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 Yeah. I, I found Hello. ten dried peas. Okay. Peas. What? Peas? Dried peas. Peas? 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 Bees! <laughs> uh, and a snow globe that when I shake it and I show it to them, there's little silhouettes that, dancing silhouettes that form. They don't produce light, do they? Do they? Okay. <laughs> and then I found 11 silver pieces. Uh, yeah. I'm going to eat one of the peas. 
Okay. What? Why? <laughs> Should I pounce with a piece of his mouth and crunches it? It's gross and old and stale. Crunchy peas. Wasabi. It's just a dried pea. <laughs> oh, wasabi peas. I love wasabi. But you now have a tiny portion of your vitamin daily intake. And I have a beanstalk growing inside of me. Uh, is is the uh, is Vecna um, Thaddeus's deity? No. Does he need a holy symbol? <laughs> crowbar. With my holy crowbar. <laughs> uh, so your exit was north and then east. Yeah. Are we going north or east? North, baby. I guess we're going north. Okay. The northern exit is the farthest way exit. There's one right across from you. So as you begin your exit, you hear a growing, gurgling sound coming from your destination. You all have six seconds to do something. Let's go to the eastern. I, I don't want to go towards gurgling. I'm going to turn around, run back with the, the zoo. Well, not not like turn my back to it, just back away yeah, from yeah. it. It's not like we're, we're scared. No. Clearly, we're not scared. I ain't scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to backpedal as well. Follow these jabronis. So you're going to backpedal back into... Well, they're backpedaling into me. So you all backpedal in the, the end of the room. The grotesque gurgling just grows. You hear an out-of-rhythm stopping rounding the corner. It's got the pacing of a rim shot. Like, ba-dum, tick, ba-dum, tick, ba-dum, tick. He has a bass drum for one leg and a snare drum for the other. <laughs> Until fully rounding the corner enters an eyeless, three-legged aberration. Its entire face, a gaping jaw with giant spiky teeth. From both its shoulders wave squid-like tentacles. They are doing the queen's wave as they methodically <laughs> flail around its whole body. I'm going to ask for directions. <laughs> Hello, good adventurer. <laughs> Do we know what this is? What it's called? Um, I'll let you all roll and I'll tell who, who knows what it is. Is this nature? Yes. 16. Nope. 7 for a zero. 14 for... Everyone close yours but Sherlock. Again. Do you think you know what this is? It's an Atyug. Sometimes people use them as, like, sentient disposals. They're neutral, but they will eat anything. Only They only want to survive. All right. Gentlemen, uh, Sherlock says... Let's hide <laughs> from this thing that's probably going to eat us. Talon cast visibility. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> and I yell that as I do it. <laughs> Sherlock squirms into that little hole. See ya. <laughs> uh, no, we should. Um, it's probably neutral, but it probably will eat us. <laughs> as you're saying all of this, it pauses in the middle of the cavern. Its head pointed forward, looking at no particular direction. His tentacles dancing around its tripod figure. Don't move. It can't sense us if we don't move. That is the sword. It says otherwise. Everyone roll for initiative. <laughs> Next time on Roll the Hit. You can do it. Go fight him. You shimmy through and enter by far the largest room you've seen yet. Uh, I say we like a mystery. Pouring in from the northwest corner of the cavern comes an amorphous ooze. I'm going to take out my bug squashing stick. All right. All three of you look up and dive away just in time. Around Sherlock, but like above him. That's everything is above Sherlock. <laughs> so the one with Azir in it. Oh my god. Mushroom dies. Uh, the glove explodes as Azir is covered in this fleshy substance. He's fire now. <laughs> This is Paul from Roll to Hit, also known as Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. That's the podcast network that Roll to Hit is a part of. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts. So, uh, yeah, please check those out. And uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you.
The uh, they, Vindicators? They, yeah. What are you talking no, 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 about? No. You don't know anything about copyright infringement and how I don't do it. Everything, oh, yeah. everything I do and own is my own personal work. Locking you out, Shepherds. Thank you, computer. <laughs> <laughs>